Well, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, don't you know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Today's Mother's Day, and we're on to the third of our five G's. These are five words that start with G that will bless our lives if we, uh, if we understand them, if we live them, if we experience them. And we started with God, and then we moved on to grow, and today we're going to look at gift. Now, this is not a reminder to stop at Target on your way home if you've forgotten to get a gift for mom. Mom has been to Target more than you. She knows they put all these uh, chintzy uh, presents there towards the counter for people who have forgotten and are rushing in at the last minute. She'll know you've forgotten anyways, so you might as well just come clean, say, Mom, I forgot, but I love you. And hopefully she'll forgive you. Now, I'm not talking about the kinds of gifts that that we might give to mom on Mother's Day. But we can talk about the gifts that mom has given you. Now I know that not all moms are the giving type. Some of you grew up without even knowing your mom, having that opportunity. Understand, I understand that all moms are not alike. But many moms are the gift-giving type. And they give food and comfort and birthday presents and advice and a hundred other things that have blessed our lives. To this day, my mom never forgets my birthday and she always buys a gift for birthday present for me. And it's a gift that only can come from a mom who knows me all too well. See, I say it's a gift, but it's not really a gift. It's a gift box. And in the box is an assortment of the strongest, stinkiest cheeses that my mom can find. And along with it, there are all sorts of the weirdest foods to go with it. Pickled asparagus and strange sauces, you name it. See, it's always different, because I like to try new foods. And I like cheese. And my mom knows it. So she gets a present just for me. A special gift box. Has your mom given you gifts like that? Gifts that she knows has selected because she knows you so well. Maybe that's what your mom has given you, some of those gifts over the years. Or, or maybe your mom has given you advice. You can go on the internet, you can find hundreds of, of testimonies to the advice that mom has given their children. One woman person wrote that mom gave her some tremendous advice. If you worry and stress over things that you have no control over, you only suffer twice. In other words, don't sweat it. You're just adding to your suffering. Great advice from mom. Or don't let the perfect get in the way of the good. Maybe your mom has, has shared something like that with you. One mother said, when hugging someone, don't be the first to let go. You don't know how much they need it which actually sounds kind of nice, except if you have two people practicing that at the same time, <laughs> it could get a little awkward. <laughs> One humorous mom told her daughter, sleep when the baby sleeps, and do the laundry when the baby does laundry. 
I can remember Tammy when she was uh, a new mom asking her great aunt for advice about babies, and I was shocked when this dear, sweet mother said, oh, don't worry, Tammy, they're awfully hard to kill. (laughs) Moms give gifts, and moms give advice, whether it's helpful or not. And moms also give comfort. The other day I was watching uh, our grandkids and and two-year-old Asher had had his heart broken. I can't remember what it was, but it was something that that can traumatize uh, somebody when they're two. Maybe his bag of candy ran out, or maybe he was told to get down off the counter, or maybe his brother had had taken one of his toys. I don't know what it was, but uh, soon in his mind... This was a terrible, terrible tragedy. And he began to cry. He began to bawl unconsolably. And I I picked him up and I held him. But it didn't comfort him. And I don't think it was because he was traumatized when when I held him for his baptism up here. It wasn't good enough that I was holding him. He wanted mom. And as soon as mom came in the door... The crying stopped as she held him. Moms give comfort like nobody's business. But you know, really the greatest gift that a mom can give is the gift of herself. Just being there for you. I visited with so many people who lost their mom. And none of them ever said to me, you know, what I really miss is those birthday presents she used to buy for me. And they don't even say, Oh, I just, I just need to have her for advice, although they appreciate it. What they almost always say is, I just wish Mom were here. It's her presence that's missed. If she were just here. The greatest gift a mom can give is the gift of herself. And it's exactly the same way with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit outgives even the most gift-giving mom. And we'll look at some of the, the gifts that the Holy Spirit gives to us here in just a little bit. But the greatest gift is simply having the Spirit close to us. Having the Spirit live within us. Don't you know that you are a temple of God and the Spirit of God dwells in you? The greatest gift is of the Spirit is simply having the Spirit. And that's why in the night before his crucifixion, as Jesus gathered with his frightened and sad disciples, he didn't give them some description of heaven or demonstrate some miraculous powers or give them a a tremendous vision. No, he simply tells them that he's going to give them the Holy Spirit to be with them, to be in them forever, comforting them, guiding them, and bringing them peace. We find this in the 14th chapter of John. If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The word translated Advocate there is sometimes translated comforter or counselor. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, 
but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I am you. And he might add, and the Holy Spirit as well. All this I have spoken while still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Jesus says if you love him, God will send you a comforter, a counselor, an advocate, all those things that, that moms often are. God will send the Holy Spirit to dwell within you and me. To dwell within you and me. And when the Holy Spirit comes, the Holy Spirit always brings gifts. Maybe not cheese and weird food, but the Holy Spirit always brings gifts. Gifts so that we can bless each other. 1 Corinthians 12 says, A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. Each of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same Spirit gives a, special, a message of special knowledge. To the same Spirit gives great faith to another. And to someone else, the one Spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only Spirit who distributes all these gifts, and the Spirit gives those gifts to each one of us for the blessing of each other. But the Holy Spirit is not just, uh, just concerned with, with giving us one gift. The Holy Spirit wants those gifts to be shared so that we all participate, so that we all experience the blessings of the giftedness that the Holy Spirit brings. In Romans chapter 12, it says, in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is encouraging others, be encouraging. If it's giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have the gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Have you ever thought of, of those kinds of things as gifts? Something that the Holy Spirit has given you to bless others? Have you ever thought that you might have the gift to serve or the gift of encouragement or simply the gift of showing kindness? 
These are some of the things that the Holy Spirit brings to our lives, and they can have such an impact on other people. I have a friend who has the gift of kindness. Back uh, when I had my little Cocker Spaniel dog, Hershey, she developed a, a serious blood disease. Actually, she, she got three different diseases at once, and the only thing that could save her life was blood transfusions. But they would cost thousands of dollars, and we just couldn't afford that. We made the hard decision to let her go. But out of the blue, our friend gave us a check to cover the full cost. He had the gift of kindness. And for a while that worked. But then it didn't, didn't cure her. And when the vet told us that she needed another transfusion, we said, we can't afford it. And the vet said, I don't want to give up quite yet. I'll pay for the transfusion myself. Now, I don't know if the vet really thought that there was hope or if she could tell how hard it was for us to let go, but she had the gift of kindness too. And we finally had to put Hershey down, but it was made so much easier by the extraordinary kindness of those two Christians. Christians who, who never once said, oh, what a waste of money. We never should have done it. They gladly showed us that kindness, and it was such a blessing. And if the Holy Spirit has given you the gift of kindness, gladly use it to bless others. Or if it's leadership, lead wholeheartedly. If it's giving, give generously. If it's serving others, serve enthusiastically. If it's teaching, teach well. All these things are gifts of the Spirit, and the Spirit has poured out these gifts on each one of us, each one of us to bless others. And if you're thinking, well, I don't really have any gifts, well, look a little harder, because they're there, these gifts from the Spirit. And while you're looking, don't forget that the Spirit not only brings these gifts, but the Spirit also gives what Galatians 5.22 calls fruit of the Spirit. Different people have different gifts for blessing others, but the fruit of the Spirit are things that all of us can have, and we can have all of them. Here's how they're described in Galatians 5. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This is what the Holy Spirit produces in us so that we can look more and more like Jesus. Remember last week we talked about how we are called to look more and more like Jesus who looks like God because he is God? Galatians says, the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And these are not somebody gets self-control and somebody gets love and somebody gets joy. Every one of us can have these fruits through the working of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Fruits that help us look more and more like Jesus. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says that the Lord has made us to look more and more like him. How? Through the Holy Spirit, who grows in our lives the very things that make us look like Jesus. 
love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, etc. The Spirit gives us all these things. Like my mom who can't stop with just one gift in the box, but fills it with all manners of delights. The Holy Spirit fills our lives with all of these fruits and other gifts as well. But like I said, the greatest of all these things that the Spirit gives us, the greatest gift is simply having the Spirit with us, in us. God can seem so far away, and even Jesus, we're waiting for his return, but the Spirit is with us always. If you ever babysat a child and had to put them down for bed before their mom got back home? Throughout the evening, you can distract them with, with playing games and reading books and watching videos. But at bedtime, when the teeth are brushed and the prayers are said and the lights are turned out, you hear a whimper. And then it's a sob. And you go in there and say, What's the matter, sweetheart? I want my mommy. And you tell them, Mommy's just at a meeting. She'll be back in a little bit. Just go to sleep, and when you wake up, Mom will be there with you. She's okay, and you are too. Just go to sleep now. But I want my Mommy now. <laughs> they feel separated from Mom. They... And no amount of explanation or empathy from you or me can take away that feeling of separation or the worry that comes with it. They just want mom with them. And sometimes as a preacher, I, have the, I feel like that babysitter. And I'm, and I'm not calling you babies. <laughs> but I feel like I'm trying to explain to hurting people where God is and why they don't have to worry and tell them to trust me. It'll be okay. God hasn't left you. Just get some sleep and God will be watching over you. And no matter what I say or how true it is, it's sometimes not enough. Because people don't want my explanations. They want God with them. Now. And that's why the Holy Spirit is such a gift. It's God with us now. Don't you know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you right now? Not only does the Spirit of God live within you, but when we are weak, when, when we are worried, when, when we feel that God is too far away to hear us, the Spirit even prays for us with sighs too deep for words. Romans 8 tells of this blessing of having the Spirit inside us. In certain ways we are weak, but the Spirit is here to help us. For example, when we don't know what to pray for, the Spirit prays for us in ways that cannot be put into words. All of our thoughts are known to God. He can understand what is in the mind of the Spirit as the Spirit prays for God's people. What a gift we've been given. Better even than the most gift-giving mom, God has given us the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit and most of all the presence of the Holy Spirit within us. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do today. Call your mom. Wish her Happy Mother's Day. 
And if you have a present, give it to her if you can. I know not everybody can. Not all of our moms are here with us. But after you've done that, after you've done that, then I want you to think about what gift or gifts the Holy Spirit has given you and how you can use them to bless others, how you can share that with others. And I also want you to think about all of the fruit of the Spirit that God is raising up in you, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, all those things. And then tonight when you lay down your head to sleep, no matter whether your mom is there with you or not, know that the Spirit of God is. And even as you say your prayers, there is someone praying with you who knows you even better than mom, and believe it or not, loves you more too. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for those who gave us birth. And we thank you for blessings that we might have received from them. But even if we were not able to even know our mom, or our mom struggled and life was difficult, we know that we have one beside our bed, one to comfort us, to advocate for us, to counsel us with good advice, one who is never far away because that one is within us, your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for the gifts of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, but especially for the presence of the Spirit. Lord, may you fill each of us with your Spirit, and especially, Lord, move in the lives of, of the moms out in this world. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being in us. Amen.